hey beautiful people welcome back to another episode of doing life with christ podcast i am excited to have you here and i am excited for this episode especially because it's one that i've been really excited to learn about um so yes welcome and thank you everyone that listened to the other episode and thank you for everyone that dropped a review a a a review yes a message (laughs) thank you guys um but first of all before we get into the episode let us pray heavenly father king of glory we want to thank you for our lives we want to thank you for the blessings that you've poured upon each and every one of us. Thank you for the past episode. Thank you for every single person that was blessed. And thank you for every single person that learned something from you. Um, even now, we invite you into this space. We ask that you come and take over. Let it not be my words, but let it be yours. In the name of Jesus, I ask that you speak to someone today. Give someone clarity. Give someone confirmation in the name of Jesus. And may we not just be hearers, but help us to be doers of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So, let's get right into it. Today, the topic is faith as the lifestyle of a believer faith as the lifestyle of a believer and the anchor scripture is hebrews 11 from one to the end so i would advise that you go and read hebrews 11 and kind of meditate on it and let the holy spirit speak to you about it so that is the anchor scripture for this episode um if you ask anybody what faith is, right, it's the biblical definition of faith that they will give. Faith is the reality of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And in the Good News translation, it says, To have faith is to be sure of the things we, can, we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. That is what faith is, is to be sure of the things that you hope for. So you're hoping for something, but you're sure that you have that thing, right? And it's the ability to be certain of the things we cannot see. It says here that it is through faith that people of old were able to kind of um, win the approval of God. It says that we understand that everything that was created was created by God's word because of faith. Our salvation is anchored in faith or believing that Jesus died for us. Our salvation and our lives as believers is anchored on faith that there is a God. And he loves us. And his son came to die for us. And today he's working and he's moving and he's speaking. It says that without faith, it is not possible to please God. In verse 6, 
right it says no one can please god without faith for whoever comes to god must have faith that god exists so first of all you have to have faith that god exists so now we can see that the foundation of our lives as believers is faith okay are, are you following me because now i'm getting to the point where it becomes a lifestyle it says that the foundation the foundation of our lives as believers is faith faith that there is a god one and faith that the god that exists reward those who seek him now reward does not necessarily mean like material things money houses no reward in a sense that he now blesses you with his presence he blesses you with revelations he blesses you with deeper understanding of him intimacies now you work in the gifts of the spirit and you work in the fruits of the spirit and he helps you to live a life that is righteous and befitting of him even though we are humans he teaches us and he helps us with the help of the holy spirit to live a life that pleases him so it says without faith it is impossible to please god um when i first started this work as a believer i was of this understanding that as a believer the things i know now we all have faith that the word of god is true and not one word in this bible is a lie that god only speaks truth and every word that he has spoken will surely come to pass we have faith and when i first became a believer when i started this walk as a believer right i used to believe that the things in the word of god would happen supernaturally like i didn't need to believe it because it had been said i needed to accept it and it will start to manifest itself in my life basically and my acceptance was not faith my acceptance my acceptance was more oh i read it so in this situation god please let this word that you have said come to pass in my life now the difference between what i used to know and what i know now is that as a believer we don't walk based on our feelings we walk based on faith in the word of god so there are situations there is the two ones that i really struggled with that time was god was going to give me peace that i cannot understand and joy that i cannot understand i would just have those two things right and for a long time i struggled with peace and joy like i struggled and i would have like really bad anxiety attacks and i would just be asking god please give me peace please give me peace like you've given me peace you've given me peace so please give me peace and then now i realize that i have peace and when anxiety comes i don't wallow in it because i have peace like i know <laughs> I know now that there is peace. Like anxiety ain't got nothing on me. 
I have peace. And so when I start to worry and when I start to go down that rabbit hole of all the things that are happening that I cannot control, by the way, I go back to the word of God and I say it over myself. I have peace. And so I go to God in prayer and I say, God, this is what is causing me to have stress and I don't want it. Take it. And I drop it at his feet and I say, I don't want none of it. And let me tell you, the peace that overwhelms me sometimes i'm in a situation where the devil now tries to remind me oh like do you know you've not done this do you know you're supposed to do that and in that moment i would be panicking before but now i just have peace i don't i cannot explain it but i just have peace and so many things in the bible it says to rejoice in the presence of pain and struggles because god is using that to expand you god is using that to teach you imagine if when you are in pain and god says to rejoice it says to rejoice because he has overcome the world he has won it so in that situation where it feels like the world is winning you have faith that god has won it it is finished and this one is just a learning ground it's like a military ground where they make you pass through so many things but you will not die you know that even if my body is telling me that i will die i know that i will not die when i pass through this thing and so you walk through it and you learn and you build capacity so much so that when you come out of that camp you are a different person the way you think is different the way you act is different the way you talk is different the way you react in a place of fear in any situation that you find yourself in is different so when there is a mind mindset shift and you know this is not to harm me this is to build me and god says i should rejoice then you now start to walk in faith when you wake up in the morning and you are just like the first thing that hits you is the burden and the weight of what exactly it is that is happening in your life then you start rejoicing me i usually play gospel what um praise music because the devil cannot hold me back <laughs> he can't keep me down and i dance and i sing and i shout for joy and i let the joy of the lord envelop me and by the time you are done what is problem what what is problem you know what what is that my father said this is not to harm me he's trying to teach me and so now because your mindset has shifted now when you would run away from the presence of god and allow problems to steal your devotion to god your prayers your bible study your meditation you realize that in order for your father to teach you you have to sit with him and so when you would run 
and when you would hide, then you find yourself in a place of worship, in a place of Bible study, in a place of prayer, because Abba is there to teach you. Abba is there to tell you what exactly he's trying to prepare you for. Now, it said that if you continue reading the book of Hebrews 11, it mentioned so many people that walked by faith. It said Abel, he he presented a more acceptable um, offering to God by faith. Faith that God, God would honor or reward him because he has presented a better offering. The best offering. It says Enoch was taken to God by faith. He did not die. It was because of his faith that he knew that there was a God that exists. And he lived a righteous life in order to please that God. And then that God took him and he did not have to die. Noah. Noah built an ark by faith because he had faith that there was a god he had faith that god had given him an instruction and he had faith that because god has said it it would happen and so he did not walk based on what he could see he walked based on the instructions that had been given to him just like the bible there are so many bible verses on any situation you find yourself in And most of the time, when you enter into those Bible verses, or when you go and you search up those Bible verses, the reactions that you're supposed to have in those situations are in contradictions to your feelings. But faith says we do not walk based on what we see. We do not walk based on what we feel. We walk knowing that there is a God. And he rewards those who seek him. And so his words are true and they are life. And so we anchor ourselves on those words. And when it feels like we are drowning, our anchor says we are not. So therefore, we are not. I've been listening to Tito the writer, right? And recently, I, like I have resonated with the things that she says because she speaks about living a life that is anchored on faith and it just it makes sense that faith requires you to walk based on not the things that you're feeling because let me tell you (laughs) the devil presents situations to steal that faith from you to steal your 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 belief what you believe in and so he puts you in situations where you start to question is there a god but the word of god says there is a god and so there is we should as christians normalize acting because god said so i don't need to explain to you anything why are you going to argue B? god said so but why god said so that's the only reason I need. Why are you not going out tomorrow? God said so. Why are you not coming with us to this club 
God said so. Why do you feel like why are you not scared even though everything isn't working out for you? God said so. Why are you rejoicing when everybody else is crying? God said so. Normalize it. <laughs> Normalize anchoring your life on the facts that God said so. Period. There's no other explanation. If I start to explain it to you, you cannot understand. Even me self that I am believing that God said so. I do not understand. But that is what faith is. Is the proof of the certainty of the unseen. Hmm. And then Abraham. Abraham was the, the model of faith. The man left his father's house. He did not know where he was going. God said, pack your things and go to a land that I will show you. So he packed his bags and started on his journey. Because he knew that there was a God. He knew that this God was faithful. He knew that this God speaks. And he knew that the words that this God speaks are true. He doesn't lie. So if he says, I'm going to show you a land, best believe he would show Abraham a land. And then after that, faith allowed Abraham to become a father even when he was in his hundred years of age one day i was sitting and i was just thinking abraham had been walking with god right so much so that now he believes when god says pack your things and leave and he just left right he says abraham probably let's say he married in his 30s or his 40s abraham waited on god 50 60 70 80 90 let me tell you the years in between this 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 um years that i just mentioned is 10 years 10 years intervals of waiting for like let's say he started at 40 he waited for 60 years for a child he probably got to the point where he's like god is so faithful and if he did not give me a child, then I'm not supposed to have one. And then at, and we realized this all, that he waited. He did not leave. He trusted God and who God is and what he says. And he, he trusted his faithfulness and he did not leave. Because a lot of believers now, when you start waiting on God for something... I'm in a period of waiting. I was once in a period of waiting earlier, earlier this year. When you are in a period of waiting, you try everything. And then it gets to a point that if you're not anchored in God and you do not have faith in who your father is, you don't know who he is and what he can do, you now get to a point where you become frustrated and you leave. You leave the presence of God. You leave prayer. You leave Bible study. Because a lot of us have believed that as Christians, if I do this well enough, God will bless me with this and this and this. And 
spoiler alert the bible says most of these people that had faith in god in the old testament they had faith till they died and they did not see the establishment of the promises that god gave to them did you hear what i said you can have faith for something that god has promised you but never see it you might never see it you just you keep trusting and you never see it and so many people now believe that if i have if i just have faith enough just enough faith then i would see this thing that i'm waiting on god for it will become a reality my dear not always which is why faith now becomes the lifestyle of a believer when something is is your lifestyle it is the way you live your life and so if god promises you something if he promises you you would never you would never um borrow you will lend to nations he promised you in your 20s in your 30s you're still hustling in your 40s you're still hustling in your 50s you're still hustling best believe that the word of god is true and it will surely come to pass so you hold god at his word you hold god at his word and you continue praying and you continue reading your word and you continue meditating on who god is you stay it is important to know that faith is the lifestyle of a believer period let's go to um abraham when god asked him to sacrifice isaac let us let it be noted that god had told abraham that isaac is the one that would make him the father of many nations right and now god said go and kill this isaac and abraham carried his isaac which was the answers or answer to the promise that god had given him to go and kill him and he had faith in god that something was going to happen he was going to raise my son from the dead because this is the promise that he has given me and he doesn't lie and god is faithful because we see in abraham's time he did not allow him to kill the boy then we see isaac he blessed jacob and esau the blessings that he gave to jacob and esau he was not alive to see those blessings come to fruition in their lives but he trusted and he had faith in a god that would back the blessings that he had given his sons <laughs> then we have jacob that blessed the sons of joseph before he died then we have joseph that said that the israelites would be rescued from Egypt they would be rescued or they would be delivered by God from Egypt he was not there to see it but he said it 
And if you look at the waiting period between when he said it <laughs> and when they came out of bondage and the amount of things that they had to go through, you would understand that faith is a lifestyle. It's not a receive things from God quick scheme. Nope. Because now, if you're praying for something and you don't see it one year, two years, three years, four years, then people start to ask, are you sure you have faith? Uh, uh, yes, I do. But my faith does not now determine the timing of God. My faith doesn't determine the timing of God. Your faith does not determine the timing of God. Then we then we have Moses. Moses that refused to identify as an Egyptian. Moses refused to identify as an Egyptian because he he had faith or he understood that he would rather suffer for the scorn of the Messiah than enjoy the wealth and treasure treasures of Egypt. He would rather suffer in fulfillment of the promises of God of God rather than enjoy in the time. Sometimes the thing that you have been waiting for now happens and God says, no, that's not for you. And you're like, but God, this is my answered prayer. You're praying for a husband and someone comes that loves you. Okay. Loves you down. Has everything that you wanted in a man. And God says, see that one. That's not for you. Don't touch it. And you're like, but God. And God says, nope. The one that I have for you is coming. And you're saying, but God, like time is running out. Da, 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 da. Nope. God says no. And because you know who your father is, it's very important to know God. It's very important to know God for yourself. Don't get your opinions and your understanding of who God is from other people. Don't let that be your only source of the knowledge of God is that you listen to other people. Yes, you can listen to sermons. Yes, you can scroll on Instagram or on TikTok and people are talking about the goodness of God and they are interpreting the revelations that God has given them. But don't let that be your only understanding of who God is. You will struggle. Go and know God for yourself. Sit down. Read your word. Ask God. Reveal yourself to me. Help me to understand who you truly are. Because when you understand, when God tells you to do something, even though it's hard, you know that it may look harder than the other option, but it is the best one for you. 
it is the best one for you god will not lead you astray he will not lead you through a path that will lead to your destruction then after moses believed god that his promises will surely come to pass and he would rather suffer for that he left because he trusted and then let's come to the israelites when they got to the red sea and moses said god these people they are already murmuring that you brought us here to die but i know who sent me i have faith in who sent me and god says stretch out your rod he could have said but god what will that one do but he trusted and stretched out our rod and god in his faithfulness backed his word he parted the red sea right he parted the red sea and moses and the people of israel had faith that this red sea halfway will not collapse on them they had faith in the goodness of god and they praised him through it they praised him through it which is also one of the things that we ought to do in our periods of waiting praise god don't murmur (laughs) don't murmur i'm even speaking to myself because sometimes i catch myself murmuring like god but why like this is not something that is hard for you to do so why and I remember that scripture that says, if you're anxious for anything, make your request known unto God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So after I pray and I've laid my request, then I go into thanksgiving and I just start thanking God. Praise God through it. Keep your joy through it. Keep your peace through it. Don't let the situations of life steal that which God is doing in your life. God is working in it. God is working in it. Don't let that now steal your joy. Don't let that steal your 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 love for God. Stay in it. As long as you have God with you, stay there. Stay there and trust him. Then the Israelites, God told them, march around the wall of Jericho seven times. For seven days, sorry. March around the wall of Jericho for seven days. And they trusted that on the seventh day, that wall was going to come down. They didn't know how. They didn't know when. They didn't know how he was going to do it. But they had come into an understanding of the abilities of god and the things that he does they have come into the understanding of how god operates and who he is they have come into the understanding that if he said it he will back it and so they trusted i need you to think about all the times in your life where you trusted god for something And he came through. All the times in your life where you trusted God for something that you thought 
if not for God, this would have been impossible. Think about those times. Write it down if you will or if you must. And when it seems like God is depriving you of something that you think is good for you, look back on those times and remember that God is faithful. If he said it, he will do it. And sometimes you might never see the, the fulfillment of your promises, of the promises that God has given you in your lifetime. But best believe that it would come to pass. It says that some people in in 30 verse 36, it says some people were mocked, some people were flogged, some people were thrown into prison, some people were killed, divided into two, some people were stoned, they were persecuted and mistreated, but they still had faith. They still had faith. So, my fellow sister and brother in Christ, including me, we ought to start practicing faith as our lifestyle. Unbelievers will not understand. Some believers might not even understand. But you, you know your God. You know your Father. You know who He is. You know the words that he has spoken over your life. Normalize saying because God said it's period. You make decisions on your life because God said. You walk into places because God said. Don't run away from God because things are not happening even though you have faith. Don't run away from your place of intimacy with your father because things are not happening even though you have faith. Stay. Your lifestyle as a believer is faith. And so, Father, we repent of all the times that we did not have faith in the things that you have been doing in our lives. We repent of all the times that we did not relax in the workings that you were doing in our lives. We repent of all the times that we tried to take matters into our own hands because we did not have faith in what you were doing. We ask that you forgive us, Abba. Even now, we ask that the Spirit of God will help us. To have faith in every situation that we find ourselves. To have faith that when we pray, we are heard. To have faith that in every situation, you are present with us. To have faith that in our hardship and in our struggle, in our pains and in our joys, you are present. To have faith that even though we cannot feel in the moment... We know that your words are true. Even though we cannot see it. Your words are true. Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit will help us to live a lifestyle of faith. To live not based on our sight. But based on the fact that you've said it.
and so it is true. Help us to continually stay in love with you. Stay in love with you even though we do not understand the things that are happening in our in our lives and sometimes we get to a point of confusion. Help us to stay in love with you. Knowing fully well that you only want the best for us. Keep us in you, Jesus. Hide us in you. Hold us in your arms always. Don't let the world take us. Don't let the devil have our hearts. Guard our hearts in you. And help us to stay in this place of fellowship and intimacy with you. We love you, Jesus. Thank you because you are good. And thank you for your love for us. For in Jesus' mighty name, I've prayed. Amen. Oh my. Like, this is so long. <laughs> but I pray and I hope that somebody is blessed by this episode. I love you. And Jesus loves you more. If you learned something, don't forget to leave a review or a message for me on the Instagram page and share this episode with your friends and god bless you bye guys